right, all right, what's happening, everybody? Excuse me as I adjust my volume levels here. But anyway, it's been a while. It's great to virtually see you, meet with you, uh, wherever you are uh, listening to this on, wherever you're at physically, whatever a streaming platform, whether it's YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and whatever other plethora of streaming platforms there may be nowadays. It's too many to name. I'm your host, Kevin. Welcome back to the Holy Perspective Podcast. This is episode number six, and it's been a while, guys. I was thinking of releasing uh, an older episode um, this week, but honestly, the Lord put in my heart to speak on a very particular topic. And so that's what I think I am going to do today. Um, it's just been a wild journey these last couple of weeks. A lot has happened. Um, and really today, today's episode is going to be some catching up, letting you know what's been going on with me. Um, and hopefully we can get some more episodes pumped out in the future, have some more guests. I want to keep talking about singleness um, and some other topics, but uh, before I get into today's topic, I want to remind everyone of the mission of this podcast, which is to invest in the spiritual growth and personal development of every listener, that's you guys, equipping you to overcome difficult struggles and to live successful lives, all while staying firm in your faith in a culture that opposes godliness. With every episode, our aim is to prepare you to cause an impact in your circle of influence and to get you closer to fulfilling the purpose that God has created you for. So, that being said, I am so excited to be talking to you guys today. Um, it's been a while and um, I, I was itching to get back to communicating. As you know, or you may not know if you're listening to this as the first episode. If you haven't listened to episodes one, two, and three, by the way, those are the foundational pillars of this podcast. We talk about the mission statement and what the mission behind the podcast is. So go back and listen to episodes one, two, and three after this episode. But if you did not know, one of my passions, if not my biggest passion, is communicating. Um, it's teaching. Um, and it is particularly speaking on faith-based topics, discipleship, any, 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 any way that I get to be of good, godly influence to others and help others to grow, to mature, to get closer to the Lord, for me, is a success, is a win. I love to do that. Um, and so when I don't get to share and communicate, something inside of me starts itching away. So without further ado, Today's episode is called, When God Comes Through for You. One more time, I'm going to mention that title. It is called, When God Comes Through for You. Hmm. And I just love this title, guys. Why is this episode called, When God Comes Through for You? Well, the main reason is that God recently caused a breakthrough in my life. He came through for me in a way that I had never experienced him before. Honestly, what happened recently in my life has been uh, really amazing, to say the least. It's been a journey. It's been tough. Um, but I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what's been going on. So 
Um, first of all, the main things I'm going to talk about in today's topic is, number one, God always comes through for his children. God always provides for us, right? Even though we may feel like he's not there, he's not listening, he doesn't care, he is and he cares. Number two is God's timing is perfect. It doesn't align with our timing many times. It definitely does not align with my timing. Uh, but he does come through at the right time. And the third thing I'm going to talk about is how to step into your breakthrough. Hmm. So story time. I just went through one of the roughest or toughest seasons of my life. Hence the lack of podcast episodes. Um, I had to leave my church job because of some unfortunate circumstances. I had to stop serving in various different ministries. Um, to put those words in, in a different terminology, I had to, I stopped volunteering um, in the way that I was within my church. I was doing an internship and I kind of had to leave those things. Um, my uncle passed away and I got turned down on many, many, many job applications. So basically, it's a season with a lot of re relational conflict, a lot of detachment and having to quit, and I hate doing that. Um, I'm, I'm a person that likes to persevere and really, um, really dive, re really stick to my roots and dive deep. Like if I'm involved in something, I really like to stay there and, and grow with time and whatnot, so. Um, yeah, it's been a really rough season to the point where uh, at times I felt like, Lord, where are you? You know, it was just like one thing after another. And I've had tough seasons in my life where I would be in financial need or someone in my family sick or I have trouble in my job. But this was a season where everything hit me at once. Money, relational conflict, uh sickness or you know problems within the family work you name it everything um to the point that my 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 faith was was tested and this is something that i want you to take uh, take away right right off the bat like whenever we face trials it's a test right that that's when we show what we're made of right the testing of our character produces patience and endurance and tests and trials show others and show ourselves who we truly are. Like when push comes to shove, when we're under pressure, when we're facing afflictions, that's when the reality of who we are in our hearts comes out. And so it's, it's been a, a really rough season, right? Um, and here's the gist of it. Okay, so I'm going to break down what happened because it really relates to today's topic and I think it could bless y'all. Since mid-May 2022, if you're hearing this in another year, that's why I mention it. Since mid-May 2022, I've been applying to over 50 jobs since mid-May until first week in July or second week in July. I was applying to many, many jobs. That's over two months and a half. Okay. Uh, 50. Now, 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 get this, guys. 50 plus jobs. Probably more. Probably over 60, but I lost count. Um, mind you, I've never done this before in my life. I usually 
so I'm going to backtrack, backtrack here. I'm a very spirit-led person. I usually pursue two or three jobs, but most times, really, I've only had one job that I've really wanted, pursued, prayed over it, and I got it by the, by the grace of God. And I always saw it as like, this is the way the Lord is leading me. And so if I believe that this is the one for me and I pray over it, yeah, God's got me. He's going to give it to me. And he has in the past. So this was such a confusing season for me um, because I had many jobs going to second, third round interviews. And I had great connections with the staff. Uh, I, I thought I did great with the questions in the, in the uh, interviews. Um, I felt confident going in. I prayed about it. I had my family pray about it. I had counsel. And uh, genuinely, those jobs looked good. There was no red flags. And I thought these jobs were the way that the Lord was leading me. But those doors would close in my face. I would not get the jobs. And I didn't understand why, guys. It was so frustrating for me. Um, I applied to government jobs all within by the way where i work right now career-wise lord willing one day i could communicate full-time and make a living off of this but right now i work in the it field and i'll be honest i like it i like troubleshooting problem solving i like helping people um obviously the communication factor is not there but it's very dynamic fast-paced it's a cool job you know that's where my bachelor's degree is at and so i apply to it technicians it support specialist uh, roles help desk roles within government and uh, lots of remote support positions if you didn't know within the it field i believe the the stats said like 60 percent of new jobs are fully remote there's a big demand always technology is always growing Companies grow, you need guys that do security, you need guys to support, you need, you need systems administrators. And now, with the flexibility of being able to work from home, companies save a lot of money. So, I don't know why I'm mentioning this, but remote jobs are awesome, and they're a great uh, possibility if you're within the field. So I applied to government jobs, remote support jobs, corporate jobs, um, and like I said, I would go to second, third round, interviews um, I would connect with the staff um, and I really thought genuinely every time I was going to get the job but either I wouldn't hear back or I got turned down one particular job and this was why I thought God was so in the picture for one particular job for a company big corporate company they make over 300 million dollars in revenue every year uh, they're located all across Europe and and the United States, multiple locations. Uh, they had a brand new office that opened up two years ago here in Henderson, Nevada. And I applied to this position. Um, and I had a great virtual interview. And then I had an on-site interview. Um, and the guy flew out from another state just to meet me. I met the staff, shook hands, they showed me around, gave me a tour of the place. Now, mind you, the way I got this job opportunity was awesome. I never even applied for this job. I actually got a phone call, random phone call from a recruiting firm and it was a Christian lady and she said, hey, I saw your profile, I wanna represent you, please let me submit your profile to this company. 
and I agreed. And she would walk me through the interview questions, the process. She was there for me. And like I said, Christian-founded company. The fact that I didn't even apply to this job, I'm like, wow, God, you're just opening doors. You're connecting me to the right people. It looked so good, and it seemed like God was in the picture. And I believe he still was, even though I didn't get the job. But here's the point I'm getting to. Right as I was getting to the climax of this position, and I was so sure that the Lord was going to give it to me, I hit a wall. I, I didn't hear back from them, so I interviewed, and it was a week later, and I still hadn't heard back. And I was so nervous and anxious. Why? Because in my previous job, my contract had ended. So I was technically jobless for about a week or more, a couple days, maybe a week. Um, and mind you, while I was jobless, I kind of felt like God forgot about me. I'm like, God, you had all these months to come through for me. You could have given me a job whenever you wanted to. Why did you allow me to get to this point? Why didn't you come through for me sooner? In my mind, God had, God was late. He didn't come through. And I was so disappointed, hopeless. Um, and a, a week and a half into my jobless season, I get a call from this company and they said, hey, we decided to go with another candidate. And it was the job that I thought for sure I was going to get. And that broke me. Okay, after, after months of trying and applying and interviewing and finally getting this awesome opportunity that, that, that the Lord seemed like he was in the picture, I get turned down and I was like, wow, I was devastated at this point. And I'm like, I really had to go into deep prayer and reflection and um, I had nothing to hold on to but the Lord. I'll say that. It was. I was at a point where that's it. I couldn't do anything more in my strength. What other job could I apply to? And so what ended up happening was that um, when I reached this at that end, I reached out to my friends and I told them, hey, I, I didn't get the job and I feel... I feel really bad. I feel down, discouraged right now. I need, I need prayer about this. Um, and God bless my friends. Shout out to Mark, Timo, if you're listening to this day. Uh, they came over to my house, and I spent like almost a full day with them, and they prayed over me, and they just supported me, and they challenged me. Um, and um, that was such a blessing for me. It was very similar to the story of Job, if you're familiar with that book in the Bible, where basically Job goes through a very bad tragedy. Obviously, mine does not uh, equate or even resemble what Job went through, but his friends would come over and like kind of criticize him a little bit, but um, which, which my friends did, but also they were there for him. And so... That whole time that I spent, that whole day I spent with my friends, the Lord was tugging at my heart and he wanted me to surrender my plans. I know I really wanted to work in the IT field. I really wanted a high paying job. Um, and I was very hesitant to 
work where I was working before. I was very hesitant to uh, lower my standards, per se. You know, and I had to reach a breaking point in which I surrendered and I said, God, whatever you have for me is good. If you want me to move back to Miami, if you want me to go back to teaching, if you want me to go back to my previous job, you name it, I'll do it. I'm just, I'm tired of trying in my strength. And I'm tired of fighting this battle on my own. Um, even though I felt like God was with me all through it. Like he allowed me to reach this breaking point so I would surrender, trust him like never before. And, you know, I, I, that night I went to bed with a confidence that God would come through for me. And I surrendered truly what I was hesitant to surrender for those weeks, those months. Um, and he put something on my heart for that day and he said, reach out to, to, to all, not all, but a couple of the employers that I previously interviewed for, just email them. Just like, hey, thanks for the opportunity and um, let me know if there's anything I can do for you, if there, there are any other opportunities available. And I did. And I just prayed. And I didn't apply to any more jobs. I just said, God, you take the wheel. I'm done. Um, and the next morning, after two and a half months, over 50 jobs that I applied to, God just made it happen. I got a call from a company and uh, it was a company that previously had turned me down and they said, hey, this is so-and-so from HR. We're actually just calling you to give you an offer because we've, we've heard great things about you and we'd love for you to join the team. Um, and at that point, I, it was surreal to me. I could not believe it. I, uh, I almost thought like, you're, you're lying to me, right? Like what? I don't even have to interview and you're giving me the job. It's amazing how God comes through for us. Um, sometimes in the most unexpected way, in the most unexpected time. But when we really, really surrender to him. And now I'm blessed. You know, I'm working from home, doing help desk IT stuff that I really love. I have my three monitors set up uh, with my work laptop there, a standing desk, and I answer phone calls and I answer emails. And it may sound really boring <laughs> right now. <laughs> Maybe you're listening, you're like, bro, that job sucks. I would not like to do that. And may Maybe for you it would, but for me, I like it. I get to solve problems all day. I learn. I'm working with servers, with uh, different software, with different hardware. Anyway, enough of the techie, boring stuff. The whole point I'm trying to say here is that, man, God came through for me, and he came through right on time. Um, and so that's the first point I want to talk about today. Is like God always comes through for his children. Maybe you're waiting on something. Maybe you're praying. And maybe you're, you feel like you've hit a dead end and that you can't go anymore. Don't lose hope because God will come through for you. Let me read you Matthew chapter 6. Uh, and I'm going to start at verse 25. This is Jesus speaking. And he says, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Don't worry about what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. 
Is life not more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Wow, this is powerful, and I'm going to pause right here. Jesus is saying, like, birds don't even work. They don't plant seeds. They don't sow and reap their own crops, and yet they still eat. Do you not think that God's going to come through for you? Hmm, so powerful. He goes on to say, can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Wow. What do we gain from worrying? In fact, we gain nothing. We lose our time. We lose our peace. Does worrying add life, add hours to our life? No. In fact, the opposite. It removes us from living in the moment and takes away and steals our life. I heard a quote recently, and it says, it said that worry or anxiety is fear mixed with control, right? I want to be in control because I fear the outcome and that results in anxiety. Or I'm fearful, therefore I want to be in control of a circumstance that's be outside of my control, outside of my grasp. So what good do we do with worrying? Nothing. So... How God, and I go on to read here, that is how God clothes the grass on the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire. Will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So I say again, do not worry. What shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? So the message is very clear here, guys. Jesus is saying to you today, don't worry god's got you he's gonna come through for you he loves you and just like he provides for the grass for nature for the trees have you ever thought about that plants trees minerals rocks they keep on living quote-unquote living right growing god provides for nature he puts systems in place through which through which all these living beings feed themselves right if he provides for the birds and for nature how much more will he provide to us or for us his children psalms 23 verse 1 says the lord is my shepherd i lack nothing if you have a god you have everything you need don't be discouraged and don't feel like you're missing out on anything because he's with you and he will provide he really will The most important thing here is don't lose faith and don't lose sight of who your God is because he really will provide and come through for you. Um, Let's not forget this. God gave us the greatest gift he could have given us. He gave us his one and only son, right? John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son that he whoever believes in him shall be saved and not perish and have eternal life he gave us everything he gave us jesus if he gave us eternal life and the gift of his son what is a job to him what is money to him what is healing you to him it's very little compared to what he's already given us peace joy we have it all it's a matter of shifting our perspective 
from our needs to our maker, right? Uh, he will sustain you and he will provide for you. The word says that he will not allow us to be shaken. And so I want to just encourage you guys. He will come through. And I want to take a pause real quick to ask you guys to support this podcast. If you've been blessed uh, through this podcast, um, there are several ways that you can support us uh, financially. You can visit our website, holyperspectivepodcast.com slash donate. On that website, you will find different ways to contribute through either Cash App, um, PayPal. There's a form you can fill out there. But if you're not able to give monetarily, do not worry. The best thing you could do is help pay it forward by sharing this episode. Post an Instagram story and tag us at Holy Perspective Podcast. You can also just reshare our, our, our posts on TikTok at Holy Perspective. Um, tag us. We love to see your videos. I love to see your videos and respond. And through social media, through Instagram particularly, is how I get ideas about what you guys want me to talk about. So, yeah, follow us, contribute if you can, and um, that is my plug for the day. Moving on, we talked about how God provides for his children. Let's talk about how God's timing is perfect. I've come to learn throughout my life, my short 28 years that I've lived on this earth, that God's timing very often does not align with my own. And what I mean by that is that when I want stuff, usually God doesn't meet my deadlines. Like he doesn't give me stuff when I want it. So I'm starting to realize that I should stop setting deadlines. I should stop saying, God, I want this by then. And start asking, hey, God, if this is your will for me to have, give it to me. But if it's not good for me, don't give it to me. And if it is your will for me, then give it to me at your timing. But most of all, I just want to enjoy what you've already given me. Um, and the problem that I have, like maybe many of you who are entrepreneur-minded, uh, very ambitious individuals, men, women, I want things way too quickly. I want things yesterday, right? If I, if I make a plan, uh, I go for it, you know? Um, and that's a me problem. That's not a God problem. God has no reason to meet my standards or my deadlines. He's God. He's sovereign, right? Why does he have to fit into my mold? Why does he have to obey my commands or my deadlines? He doesn't have to, right? He knows me better than I know myself, and he will come through at the right time. There's a great verse in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 that says, There is a time for everything, a season for every activity under the heavens. God's already pre-planned. He has everything predestined. So long as you're walking in his will, he's got it all laid out for you. You just have to trust the process, man. And I know it's hard. It's a grind. We don't like to wait. We want things yesterday. But it is good for us. He is good to us. Um... And we may think he's too late, but he's not. God comes through at the right time. In fact, his timing is perfect. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a fair warning. 
you may be pushing, trying to get through a certain door, and maybe you can get results in your own strength. But just because a door opens for you, because you barge it open, doesn't mean God's placed you there. Does that make sense? Like, I can, I can stand outside of a door, knock, and wait for somebody to open it from the inside. Or I can barge, I can get a sledgehammer, I can tackle the door, I can yell at the people inside, I can use force, and eventually after some time, days, hours, weeks, whatever, I'll get through. The door will come down. But that doesn't mean that what's on the other side was meant for me or is going to benefit me. In the same way, we can get ahead of our timing and sometimes God will humble us and allow us to go through difficulties to teach us that we should wait on him and that teach us why we weren't ready for that. In fact, when we try and get things in our strength, we often delay God's timing because we're not allowing him to work in our hearts. We are focusing on our desires rather than on our maker and his will for us. So maybe you're under pressure right now. Maybe like me, you're waiting for a, an answer to a prayer. You're waiting for a job, uh, a loved one to call you back. You're, you're waiting on something. But rest assured that he's got you. The best thing you can do right now is to just trust in the Lord. Trust in God. He's got you. He's got your best interest in mind. And he's not going to let you go. He's not going to let you go through lack. Right? You're going to have food on your table. That's promised. You're going to have a shelter. Um, and he will put the right people in your path. But do not lose faith. Right? The only way we can stay connected to God and honor him is through faith. Without faith, the word says, it is impossible to please God. Faith is the, the assurance of the things unseen, the conviction right, that what hasn't happened has already happened. I believe it. Although I don't see physically that I have food right now, I know my God will come through. So I have the food already. And that's faith. And the last thing I want to talk about, the third point, is surrender. That night with my friends, I realized I've been pursuing my desires way too long. I've been holding on to this idea of what the ideal job looks like, of what I'm entitled to, what I'm qualified to do. And God doesn't care about that. He looks at the heart. The truth is that God won't give you anything until you're ready for it and until you've surrendered it. <laughs> He's so funny. I'll say that again. He will not give you anything until you've surrendered it or until you've stopped pursuing it. Maybe your obsession right now is like, hey, I really want to be married. I've seen the girl of my dreams. I text her. She doesn't get back. I followed her on Instagram. She doesn't get back to me maybe you found the guy of your dreams he's a worship leader he's buff he's all built and you're like hey why doesn't he get back to me like what's going on god i'm praying for him i'm a good godly woman i'm a good godly man why aren't you answering my prayers and the truth is that your heart is in the wrong place 
God will not give you anything until you've surrendered it. Nothing can take the place of God. He must be number one in our lives. So that's my question to you. What have you fixed your eyes on? You see, when job, money, uh, marriage, all of these wonderful good things just become a secondary thing to you, like, God, if it comes, it comes, but I have you, I have everything. I pray over it, I believe it. Yeah, I want it, God, but I want you more. And I'm more focused on your will for me. What are you speaking to me? What do you want me to improve on? How do you want me to serve others? How do you want me to love on others? Am I walking out in the fruits of the Holy Spirit? Am I loving? Am I kind? Am I faithful? Am I loyal? Do I work well under patience? Do I endure well through long suffering? All these things. And the, and the truth is that God will add all these things un, into your life, unto your life, as you pursue Him. Matthew chapter 6, that same chapter we read, verse 33, says, Seek first the kingdom, or the Lord, however you want to phrase that, and righteousness, meaning to be in right standing before the Lord. Continually improving yourself, and not that it's all about doing, it's not. But as you get to know the Lord and have a relationship with Him, you, get, you become better, you improve. So seek first the kingdom and righteousness, and all these things will be added onto you. What things? The things that Jesus was talking about. Clothing, shelter, food. He's got you. You just got your eyes in the wrong place. Hmm. So I want to leave you with that thought and ask you, what is your time going towards? What have you fixed your mind on, your eyes on, your heart on? Because God loves you, and He wants to do what's best for you. He may not always give you what you want, but He'll give you exactly what you need when you need it. And um, I want to take a moment and just close in prayer and thank God for our time together. Father, I thank you for every listener. I thank you for the fact that you come through for us, Dad. And you're so gracious and so good to us. And your plan and your timing is perfect. Help us to trust you, God. Help every listener to trust you. And if there's something that we're holding back in our hearts, help us to surrender it, Lord. Father, give strength to every listener that they may continue uh, just moving forward. To continue to trust in you to continue to have faith in you. Father, strengthen those that are under a harsh health trial, trial with family, maybe those that are jobless, Lord, and I just pray, open a door for them, provide for them, show them that you are God, Lord, but that they may stand firm, Lord, and I just pray that you use this message to encourage them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Anyway, my recording cut out right as i was saying goodbye but i want to thank you guys for tuning in um and i hope this episode blessed you all thank you for listening to the holy perspective podcast and i will catch you guys here next week um help us share the episode if it blessed you and until next time i'm your host kevin it's a pleasure god bless y'all have a great rest of your day mm-hmm.